Welcome to People Admin's K-12 Talent Management Podcast Series. For those of you who don't know, People Admin is the leading provider of cloud-based talent management solutions for education. My name is Kevin Keenman, and today we're going to learn about the upcoming changes to FLSA, or the Fair Labor Standards Act. Recently, I had the chance to speak with Dr. Mark Frost, a regional strategic advisor here at People Admin and former assistant superintendent for human resources in Kansas City. He was able to answer some questions about the updated regulation and offer tips to help ensure compliance and avoid potential issues. Mark explained that exempt employees are those who do not qualify for overtime pay, and exempt classification is based on an employee's status and three tests. There are three tests whenever you look at a, a position to determine the correct classification. One is the duties test, and so that would be the employee's job duties. Um, and again, they must primarily involve executive, administrative, professional, also computer or outside sales um, are part of that. The second component would be a salary basis test. And that simply means that the employee must be paid a predetermined and fixed salary that is not subject to a reduction because of variations in the quantity or the quality of the work. The third co component would be the salary level test. And again, that's simply the amount of salary that must be paid and to meet the minimum amount. Mark went on to explain that the changes to FLSA deal with the salary level test. So the changes coming through the Department of Labor include an increase in in the amount that employees would need to earn to qualify as, as exempt. And um, if, if an employee is currently classified as, as exempt and making $455 per week, then they would be, then they would meet one of the criteria for exemption. What is changing is that that threshold is moving from $455 per week to $913 per week. So as of December the 1st, if an employee does not make at least $913 per week and they don't qualify under some type of exemption for education, then, then they would need to be reclassified as non-exempt and move to an hourly rate. Mark then offered a few tips on how to handle FLSA changes. The first is to take a look at your employees and determine who is currently paid between $455 and $913 per week. I would print out a list or a roster of all employees in the school district and then take a look at how much that they're being paid. So when we print that roster out, we would also want it sorted by rate of pay or by their salary and by their position. But salary isn't the only thing you should consider. It provides a great opportunity for them to review their job descriptions and to consider the employees that fit in those job descriptions. One, they may have an employee group that would meet the exemption status, but for some reason in the past, they classified them as non-exempt or paid by the hour. Finally, Mark recommends explaining the changes to your employees. There needs to be communication with employees. I think that oftentimes that as there's a reclassification of employees, it isn't so much that employees really would be concerned about the reclassification, it's that they don't understand why. And so I think that having open and honest communication with the employees about the correct classification is important and then what that will look like for them. There you have it, best practices in K-12 talent management. If you'd like to learn more, please visit peopleadmin.com. Thank you for listening.